now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for March 31st. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk inappropriate names, uh, business names. A lot of companies try to sneak a little double entendre in their company name. Like there's a lot of beer stores called the Liquor Hole, but the oil field stuff, there's a lot of a lot of drilling companies that like to play it up a bit. Backside drilling. There was a store down the street from me growing up that had a sign on front that said, uh, if you give us money, you can exchange it for sexual services. <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a brothel, actually. Also, we want to know about your bad babysitter experience. Babysitters, they're, uh, they're hit and miss. I mean, who's got time to properly vet the people that are going to be looking after your children, right? My theory with babysitters is uh, we were all babies once, and who knows how to look after a baby better than someone who was a baby, i.e. everyone can look after your kids. Also, bad haircuts. We want to hear about the worst haircut you ever had, and if you ever cried over it. Uh, Marzi admitted crying over the time she got bangs, which wouldn't be the only time she cried after getting banged. (laughs) No, seriously, though, uh, she does cry after after it. A lot of emotional baggage with Mars. She gets pretty dark sometimes, guys. All right, here we go. The Crash and Marsha. Crash and Marsha. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, I pulled this story for you guys because I thought this was a kind of a, well, fun list. We all know that the new trailer for uh, It, the new It, the redone It by Stephen King came out. Yeah. And it was all over the internet. People were freaking out over how frightening it is. So I've got a list here. Of some of the horrible things that definitely ruined your childhood. Mm. And the number one thing when people were surveyed that said scared the crap out of them when they were kids was it. You know what? I watched it. I remember uh, my mom was uh, doing something at the kitchen table and we had an old kitchen TV. It was like kind of borderline black and white. And it was a tube TV. And it was on. I remember my mom's... Just left it on the TV, and I sat there in the kitchen on this chair in the corner watching it. I, oh, that's a creepy visual crash. It is very like creepy. You in this, like, like in the middle of nowhere, small home yeah. in Manitoba, and you're sitting in a, on a single chair watching it on an old black and white television while your mom doesn't speak to you and, like, chops carrots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. That's a horror like movie in itself. Chopping carrots or... Like rolling cigarettes or something. And, I, I and sat, it was how old were you? Would you have been like thirteen or younger? Uh, I'm just trying to. When did that movie come out? Oh my gosh! It. Yeah. Uh, was that 1990? God no! It was way earlier than that. You think earlier than that? Yeah, I'm gonna say 86. No. That was when the book came out. Oh crap! Come on. 1990. Okay, so the oh the movie came out in 1990. Yeah, the okay. Movie, yeah, the movie came out in 1990. So I would have been seven. And you watched that and movie. And I watched it on a like a semi black and white TV in the kitchen, and it was dark. Like there oh, was only weird. there was only like the oven light on or something. Oh was, my god! It's so creepy <laughs> when I think about it now. But that's the first time I saw it. And they they it, say that one of the scenes from that movie that ruined everybody's childhood mm-hmm. was when it looks like the clown nose comes through the sink. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Like, I have it, and then it yeah. explodes. Yeah, and it's all blood. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
who wanted to wash their face or get into a tub after that. Oh, I loved it. So it coming in at number one. Number two, um, this one didn't really scare me. I might have been a little too old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goosebumps. Apparently the Goosebumps books that were insanely addictive but terrifying. I was addicted to the Goosebumps. They didn't scare me, though. I didn't find the them to be. Goosebumps were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Uh, number three, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. I, okay. <laughs> I uh, uh, still can't. No. If you watched it now, you'd be like, what the F is this? That film ruined sleeping and dreaming for me. Really? Because as soon as you fell asleep on Nightmare on Elm Street, you yeah. were dragged into a horror land but as an where adult, you were going to freaking die. <laughs> I it's That one still bugs me. As an adult, knowing that it's not real, you still couldn't watch it? Oh, everyone's like, guys, Freddy Krueger, that was scary. Mm-hmm. And this one's, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh, what yeah. in the F? <laughs> <laughs> what in the F? Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street coming in at number three on this list. Scared mm-hmm. the crap out of me. Uh, number four, and I didn't watch this. Uh, apparently, it was on the BBC, so if you got fancy channels, which means crash your out. Yeah. I've- uh, Ghost Watch, coming mm-hmm. in at number four. Apparently, it was on the BBC, and it was uh, real-life documentaries of people who were being haunted by horrible poltergeists and spirits. Kind of like a demon hunter. Is that like that uh, show you watched of those uh, two old maritime ladies? No, that that was adorable, that show. Well, I think you are hunted. What was, what was the name of that show? It was these two older... Was it like the ghost... Like it like ghost ladies? Oh, if anybody remembers that show, I love, I love that show. They were both like mediums and they were best friends. And they were old maritime ladies and they went into... Was it Canadian though? Oh, it was Canadian. Are you sure it was Canadian? Yeah. It's got. It had to have been Canadian. And they went in and they would like cleanse the house and and they would show them standing in rooms holding hands and they'd be like, "Now go to the light, go to the light." Was it Rescue Mediums? It was Rescue. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, it was Rescue Mediums. Yes, without a doubt. Love that show. Yeah. Didn't scare me though. Like, that show's stupid. Jackie and Allison. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they had a whole bunch of different ladies that would come in. It wasn't. I don't think it was Canadian. It wasn't. Hey. No, it's on the W Network and CBS Reality Network. Were they like ladies from like Massachusetts or something? Because they seem very East Coast kind of. I think they're still, yeah, these ladies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, rescue mediums. Yeah. (laughs) Who makes psychic calls? We do. Number five on this list uh, for things that definitely ruined your childhood, uh, Chucky. Child's Play. Another good one. You want to hear a crazy story about this? Uh, this movie, I went on an overnight ski trip to Banff in elementary school. Okay, we it was for the weekend. It wasn't during it wasn't during the school, and uh, we you know you had to sign a waiver. And there was a couple of parents that came with chaperones, and we all got to stay in like a, a section of this hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, on the night, one of the nights that we got there, I think it was Saturday night after skiing, mm. all the teachers decided to take us to the Banff movie theater to go watch a movie. Oh, the creepy old theater. Yeah, we watched. Yeah freaking child's play i was like i i must have been like oh seven mm-hmm. eight years old did you wet your pants i was terrified because <laughs> i've never been in that theater but that's like an old theater right yeah i just walked they, by on the outside it may have been renovated by now but yeah. they had one movie playing and they took all of us elementary kids a couple of grades and we went to go see freaking child's play mm-hmm. oh it was awful that would be creepy for a kid number six uh, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, it was a film though called Dolly Dearest. Dolly Dearest. Dolly Dearest. Right. 
Uh, the it's it's creepy. The pictures of it are very creepy. I have it over here, Crash. If you want to see, it's really creepy. Uh, they just say don't ever watch this film when you're alone. Uh, there's the doll. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Doll ones get me. Doll ones get you. I hate dolls. What was that? Uh, that one wasn't uh, creepy. It was just weird. That uh, Annabelle. Yeah, that was, was just that, a, it was Annabelle. Or, yeah, and that uh, the boy. The boy was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was more of a comedy. Yeah. Than anything. Number seven, are you afraid of the dark? Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. It yeah. was kind of like that no-holds-barred horror for children yeah. on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, number, uh, another one here, number eight, The Tale of the Doll Maker, which was about a little girl that gets transformed into a porcelain doll. Ugh. That one's really weird. Porcelain dolls, too? Come on. Yep. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Alvin Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you remember that book, but the uh, the illustrations in it were very strange. Mm-hmm. And the last one here, let me know if this one affected you. Macaulay Culkin, disfigured by bee stings, laying in his coffin in the movie My Girl, while the little girl yells, Where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. I don't think I've ever seen that. I saw that one in the theater. It was What's, horrifying. What was the movie called? Uh, My Girl. Girl. Macaulay Culkin dies. They show like him in the coffin and everything. I didn't know Macaulay Culkin was in anything else. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he had a big career as a kid. Hmm. Oh, Dan Aykroyd was in. Oh yeah. Ooh. Jamie Lee Curtis, all star yeah. lineup in that one. And then of course there's also an ET when he gets sick. Yeah. And I was talking about him yesterday. Remember? Yeah. And they throw him in the river like a discarded piece of salami. <laughs> Everyone's saying Pet Cemetery should be on there. Uh, Pet Cemetery is. It's just it's a little further down, like when we get into the twenties. Uh, what about Children of the Corn? Uh, that one not on my list. Really? That is a messed up one. No, I don't remember I that, Children that of the Corn of freaking me out. me out. Really? That one? It was more sketchy, if anything. No. Uh, it, yeah, I don't remember it. Hmm. Matt says Freddy Krueger watched it when I was five. Didn't sleep till I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, the Oilers are on a roll. Last night, they won again. Cam Talbot making 38 saves as the Edmonton Oilers held off San Jose for a 3-2 victory last night at Rogers Place. Yeah. Now, the Sharks, though, they did get quite a few shots on net, 40-22. to But the Oilers hung on for their eighth win in their last nine games. So Patrick Maroon uh, scoring twice, which is awesome. There's actually some pretty good shots of uh, McDavid like ch- screaming oh, yeah. at Maroon, and Maroon's just smiles. He's like, "Yeah!" McDavid's like, "Yeah, you did it!" Yeah. He's like, "I did do it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's adorable. I love it. I love it. Oh God, he's adorable. <laughs> Uh, well, 3-2, final score last night. So, Lukash and I were just saying earlier that these games, I'm getting a sore throat. I know. I can't stay up late anymore. Getting raspy here. Guys, we've got to move the games to 4 p.m. How many more games do we, we, we got? We have lots. <laughs> we have lots of games. We're going to be tired. For, I'm going to uh, die. We're going to be tired for quite some time. So, Oilers, uh, you know what? Their now fourth straight win <laughs> has landed them second in the division. They're now just one point back of Anaheim for first. So, another reason to party last night. Mm-hmm. Damn. Uh, Twitter was, uh, I was watching Twitter, here's Snapchats. What, Mars, here's what we can do. We can set a recording for the Oilers game. No, because we'll, i got to do it the we'll, next day in the news. We'll, no, we'll go to bed at a nice hour, like 7 o'clock, yeah. and we'll get up an extra hour earlier and rip through the game. Oh, F that. <laughs> no way. 
No way. Throwing out some options. No way. <laughs> All right. A man uh, police had said was wanted on an outstanding warrant is in hospital after being shot by an officer on the north side of the city last night. Alberta's police watchdog is now investigating. The situation began at around 6 p.m. yesterday when officers were following the suspect. They said he was driving erratically through the north end of the city. Mm which is uh, frightening to see, especially if you're on the road. Uh, at that point, that was when the police got involved. Uh, apparently, there was a bit of uh, altercation that went down, and uh, he was, of course, shot. Yeesh. The police officer who fired his gun has four years of service and has passed his annual mandatory pistol qualification. Uh, as per police protocol, that officer involved has now been placed on administrative leave. Hmm. All right, here's a reason why you've got to watch what you're doing with your drones, guys. One drone is in custody and its owner is out of the small aircraft after someone flew their drone in the path of a Stars Air Ambulance just outside of Red Deer. Gee. They don't really, uh, they're not happy about that. How high were they with the drone? Well, high. It must have been like an amazing drone because your drone wouldn't do that. Well, I've, I've never had the kahunas to take my drone that, that high, high because I don't want it to drop. My drone can go really high. Can it? Oh, yeah. It can go really high to the point where you really don't even see it. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I thought- no, it goes really high. I just panic. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to come crashing down. Oh. And it's I- like hundreds of dollars. I thought because, like, you didn't buy, uh, you know, a $1,000 drone. No, the you one buy- that I smashed is a really expensive drone. Oh, of course. That one can go really high to the point where you can't see it. Oh, jeez. I just have never brought it that high. Well, let's do it. What are you I- waiting for? I-, I-, I panicked. Well, wait for a day when it's not very windy. I know. We always get a little breeze, and then the wind takes it. We'll make sure. We'll do it here in the parking lot. We'll make sure there's oh, no air, yeah, aircraft so above us. Smash on the pavement. Or, I'll guess, yeah, it hits the white mud. Let's go find a nice grassy knoll. <laughs> You're right. The last thing you need is it yeah. being whisked onto the white mud. Mm. Well, the incident took place as um, the medical helicopter was making approach to the Red Deer Hospital. Police seized the fold, fold, foldable Mavic Pro drone as part of the investigation. Uh, just so you know, if you are you know using your drones, those who violate the new rules could face fines up to three thousand dollars for recreational use, and commercial users face up to fifteen thousand dollars. So, where can you even fly your drone? In a field. Yeah, but uh, Stars Air Ambulance could be flying over. Right, uh, you, you don't know yeah. the path because that that uh, helicopter is everywhere. It goes wherever it wants. Yeah, is there just a height restriction? That's I don't know the rules. You would oh, have to you would have to I gotta, give that a gotta download the new drone book. <laughs> the drone <laughs> for someone who's too afraid to take his drone. I know. Yeah, I don't think you have air. to worry about anything. Yeah. All right, guys, listen up. If you're planning to spice things up in the bedroom with your lady, make sure uh, the rules and regulations are laid out specifically before you do anything, or else you could end up. Like Mel B. Now, you guys know who Mel B is, Spice right? Girl? Scary Spice. Uh, she was also a judge on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, her and her husband are now getting divorced. And the reason being is because apparently jealousy materialized after the couple decided to have an open marriage. Oh, no. Come on. That doesn't work. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, not in this case. Uh, now, Melby's brother-in-law made a statement saying basically what they had going on was very fun, very loose. Mm-hmm. They like to bring a stripper over and have <laughs> a little fun and stuff like that. Mm. That's not me saying it. I'm reading that quote. Yeah. Uh, they say if you're, He says, if you're not a very mature person and if you're not very solid, 
if you're going to look at that as a license to do whatever the hell you want, then someone is going to feel unappreciated. Now, he didn't say if it was Mel B doing whatever she wanted mm. or her husband, but they are now getting divorced. Uh, quick poll with the Nell family, 56789 on text. Did you ever include another just to spice things up? And did could, it work? Yeah, like, could you... Uh, like, I know myself, like, just because of who I am. Yeah. I, uh... You would get jealous. I'm too, je- I'm too jealous of it. When you're in such a vulnerable position, right? Like, if, yeah, like I if just... if you're all right there doing your thing, someone's going to be jealous. No? I think, though, like, because there's people who, you know, we, and we've talked to a lot of people in the city who, like, swing. They go to the swing clubs mm-hmm. or they're in an open marriage. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of trust and there's... Like you only, I, how do I you can only what I'm do to say? this at home with both par- both parties. You never join without the other, without your spouse. I don't know. I feel that like if my husband is sleeping with another woman, that then that uh, he doesn't love me. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously this type of thing is not for but, you. But uh, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not built for this kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just it's not who I am. Uh, this text here says, "Oh my God." My yeah. best friend's wife told him yesterday she wants an open marriage. Mm. He's absolutely heartbroken, and he's getting a divorce now. <laughs> well, that's quick. Well, if one person wants it and the other one doesn't, yeah, I mean... It's going to be tough. Ginge, would you and Rach be able to open up the doors there, buddy? Oh, I don't know. Spice up your life? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. I just know I know myself. The weird thing, too, where like her door would be like a lot more open... Uh, right? If someone's going to be jealous. If you did open it up, because one half of the couple, you know, might do a little better. Yeah. Because you're sort of, I don't know, you're not dating, I guess, because you're married. But you're no, still you're, like. It's more like you're just, you, like, you're, you're, you're always coming home to that person. But you're going out for a few hours yeah. at night to could, go. And could you watch Rach up. with someone else? I don't know. I'm not I don't that. think it's watching. No, but, well. Some watch. Some will be watching because something will happen. And then you're like, oh, on the, on oh, the sidelines. And like, you're like. You're talking about threesomes. This in this case, like yeah. literally, it's like Rachel's like, "All right, I'm going out for a couple hours." By Ginge, she goes on a date, bangs a dude, and then comes home. Yeah, well, was that, that a good? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, and I, I guess in Mel B's case, like they did say, like they like to bring someone home every now and yeah, again. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like that's as a couple. Yeah, that's weird. You wouldn't be able going to going on a date? No, because that's out of my house. That, that's an open marriage. <laughs> yeah, is that you go out and you see other people mm-hmm. and like, okay, you and I are married. Let's say you and I are married. Yeah, and we agree to an open marriage. That means that once I lay down the rules, you can go out and see other women, but you always got to come home to mama. Mm-hmm. You always you, you love me. Yeah, but you're allowed to kind of go dabble in. Mm. You got you get to go dabble in the in the ladies. I know, on it sounds like crazy cool, but no, it is a. Uh, I am, like, oddly, like, very interested, though. Are you? Like, yeah. it seems weird to, you know, you don't want to be too much of a fan of something. It yeah. seems a little suspicious. Like, if Rach let you do that, you'd be like, interesting. No, no, no. It's just, like, <laughs> it's interesting that people, like, because there is different degrees of, like, Marzi was saying. Yeah. Some full-on dates, some just bring people home as couples. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, the, the, the... I didn't even just... It, it didn't even cross my mind to have other dates. It yeah, was just immediately go home, you do your thing. And that was someone's why, on the sideline getting jealous. Yeah, and that was what these guys were doing with the, with the, open, with the open marriage. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I know I'm not built for it. It would take an incredible amount of... Uh, like love and trust. Trust and like confidence and in your relationship. Also, like Crash, like you're, you know, you're going out. Let's say you and I are married. I know you've come home. I'm like, go shower. Like, get your... <laughs> yeah. Well, you too, not just me. I know, I know. Like, like, you clean if, if you your bits. You don't know what you're... <laughs> 
You don't know what. Clean your bits. <laughs> you don't know what filth you're bringing. Hey, honey, go clean your bits there with that stick. <laughs> put that, put that ring on that stick over there and wash them bits there, oh, honey. Man. Oh man. Uh, this one says uh, my friend wanted to do it with her husband, but before they could, she got pregnant. With her husband's child. Oh, okay. So they were talking about doing it, and then they couldn't. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Another one here says, we've had two threesomes women, and I have slept with another woman while my wife was downstairs. Mm. Like like physically they, downstairs? Or? No, no. I think she was like in the, in the home. She was downstairs. Oh. Permission and adult conversations happen. It's all about communication. We uh, haven't done it in two or three years, but I want it again very much. Okay. Okay, so and that's and, she doesn't, and that's well, that are there. Just she's not ready to do it again. Mm. But that's that's an open, you know, that's an open marriage. Uh, Christopher Phillips says, uh, "I included someone else in the past. It ended badly. Did it? I'll never consider anything open ever again. Oh, it's not worth the stress. There's always going to be some amount of jealousy mm-hmm. involved, regardless of people who say they're not going to be jealous. Yeah, mm. I know. I, I think I'd be really jealous. I'd too. be so jealous. I am a. I'm a. I'd be, I'd be like, tell me everything about it. Who was he? Where does he live? What's his address? Where's his photos? Or his knees broken yet? Yeah, what's his uh, (laughs) social media accounts? Yeah, I know. What does he drive? License plate? I just would. What's he bringing in? (laughs) (laughs) You got a paycheck like this? Look at this paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) You're never going to get this again. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just know who I am, and I'm I'm not. I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at sharing. (laughs) You're not sharing your man? (laughs) No, and I wouldn't be able. I just wouldn't be able to. I think I would feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just wouldn't feel like I was important anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, well, off to Alabama we go. Poor Mel B for this next story here. Uh, this dude was booked into jail for public intoxication. Now, when he was arrested, police noticed that he was walking very strangely upon arrival at the county jail. Mm. I want you guys to guess... Why was Jesse Roberts, who is 23 years old, walking strangely into the county jail? And that's all I'm going to give you is that he was walking weird. He Was he arrested? Or yes. Okay, he, he was arrested and he was shuffling his way yes, into the Yes, he was county. arrested, yes. I'm going to say he had a pistol up his beehole. Okay. Oh. Wow, that's a... <laughs> uh, like a full one? Yeah. I was going to say, I bet he was at like a cosplay party. Where he went as a female character. What? And so he had his. You said uh, mine was weird? <laughs> he had all of his business uh, sort of tucked underneath. Oh, okay. So he tucked was. Tucked in behind. Oh, like duct okay. taped. Yeah, so that mm. would cause him to walk mm. oddly. All right. Well, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Crash is correct. Yes! <laughs> mm. Gun in the butt. <laughs> uh, as Roberts was being searched. Apparently, I uh, Jimenez Arms three eighty caliber pistol fell out of his rear and into his underwear. Oh man, a Jimenez three eighty. I wonder how. Well, I'm looking at a picture of it. I don't even understand how that could happen. Let's, let's see the size. Oh, like the ha- there's no way the handle would get in there. Like you could go in this way. You really want to hide it? You just kind of scoop her in there. Scoop her in scoop there. Her in. It's small for a gun, but it's still, you know, big for your butt. <laughs> yeah, it is. I guess if you really want to hide something, you, you just go with it. You go with it, and away you go. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? Why didn't he just throw the gun away? I think he wanted to bring it into jail. Oh. Oh, that's not good. No, that's... But it... Like, he wasn't running, and then... 
No, like, he wasn't as running. He's running. He's like, <gasps> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just. Uh, so yeah, the whole he time he's like it. in the cop car, he had that. He had it up his, his butt. butt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, I got some dinosaur news for you guys this morning. We all like talking oh, about dinosaurs. Yes. What do you think of when you think of Tyrannosaurus Rex? Do you think of one of the most fearsome yeah. killing machines Ferocious. that have ever walked this earth? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Uh, but did you ever think to yourself, maybe T-Rex had a romantic side? Mm. Well, a new study is out from paleontologists that have recently discovered um, the unusual well-preserved fossils. And what it shows is that the T-Rex may, in fact, have been very romantic with one another. Oh, this is like that story that came out months ago saying T-Rex was feathered and actually loving it. T-Rex ate veggies, right? Remember that story? Yeah. And now we have a loving T-Rex. We do. We have a loving T-Rex. They say that in a scientific report that in courtship, tyrannosaurids may have rubbed their sensitive faces together as a vital part of pre copulatory play Aww. so they would rub their faces there may even be evidence that as they rubbed their faces together they may have done something similar to a cat purr oh come Aww. on they're just ruining t-rex here as they rub their faces together i can kind of see the purring happening did they, I, yeah did they say how the t-rex uh did it uh, what do you mean? I was just thinking, I was picturing like the, the <laughs> loving going we down. We go from purring to the... Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what they're, they're doing, like cute little Eskimo kisses. <laughs> How did those T-Rex do sex? <laughs> <laughs> that's where they're headed. <laughs> I just mean, are they like, because uh, that tail would get in the way, right? That's a big... Yeah. Well, a lot of animals with tails still manage to make it work. They do make. They do manage to make it work, yes. Probably rolls over like you're tickling its belly. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I'm. I. I don't know. They don't say in this story if they lift the tail and. Maybe that'll be next week. And, How and, do T-Rexes yeah. have sex? And, and head her on in. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. But they do know that they laid eggs. So mm. isn't that something? Eggs, feathers. They love each other. They love each other more than anything in the they world. Purr. Wow. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. T-Rex are so cute. Yeah, everyone's saying T-Rex is now being pitched as Barney. Oh, like Barney the Dinosaur. Well, yeah. they still say he was a vicious, vicious mm, predator. A vicious lover. A vicious and a vicious lover. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this is interesting, and anybody is going to be going out and doing some drinking this weekend. Uh, apparently, a couple of students over at Yale say they've created a drink that can actually prevent a hangover. Oh, Remember perfect. Remember, yes. we were talking yeah. about this the other day. Uh, it's called Sun Up, and you drink it one hour before you start boozing. Hmm. Now, they say that it works so well that you might be able to even buy it next month. It comes in packs. And you know what it looks like to me? Sunny D. Oh. They say the solution of SunUp is a powdered citrus-flavored supplement filled with vitamins and nutrients. If you do that one hour before you start drinking, if you drink that, Mm -hmm. then you won't have the hangover the next morning. I wonder if that actually works. I'm calling bull. Or if it's just another fad. I think it would just be a fad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be too picky, but I don't want to have to know when I'm going to get drunk. Right? You just oh, want really? it to happen. Well, because sometimes the night just gets carried away. And you're like, hold on, guys. I need my powder shake. But you're supposed <laughs> to drink it an hour before you even start oh, drinking. Oh, yeah, right. So I'd have to know ahead of time that I'm getting messed up this night. I feel like with uh, with your kids, though, that you would plan. You'd think so, but... <laughs> It just sneaks up on you. Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. I guess I could just constantly be drinking sun up. That way, I'm always ready. It's probably not bad. 
Uh, the sexier says, uh, if I have to do that, that I probably, just like Ginge, I probably wouldn't go out drinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you drink the sun up and then... And you're not- like, well, I guess I'll just stay home tonight. You, yeah, you... <laughs> Wake up the next morning feeling great. Yeah. All right, in sports, I thought this was kind of interesting. The Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres were in a spring training matchup when players from both teams had to hit the deck. Mm. They had to lay down on the baseball field. Why? Well, apparently a swarm of bees came into the infield. They have a problem with bees, eh? And uh, all the players had to hit the deck. So all of these pictures came out yesterday of all these ball players laying on the field. <laughs> When they're swarms, they're not just like what we picture. Like, it's a big swarm of bees. Oh, yeah, it's a huge swarm of bees. I didn't know either that hitting the deck was how you avoided that. Yeah, bees can land. They're not, you know, married to the air. No, they're not. But apparently if you hit the deck, the swarm will eventually just go away. <laughs> and apparently they're trained to do... Ballplayers are trained to do that. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? It looks creepy. They're all just laying down. Yeah, they because they crouch down first, and yeah, then they yeah. wait, and then they just get on their stomachs. It looks like there's like a like an armed you know villain in the building. Yeah, yeah right. Just, yeah, do those bees have guns? <laughs> and it's just a bee swarm. Do they just do a a big call? It's like oh, and we got bees on the field. Yeah, they must hit the deck. Well, it looks like the umpire called it in the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, it looks like he he calls for all the players to uh, to lay down, and then they lay down. And they wait for the swarm to um, move along. Nobody is dodging the bees in the crowd. No, because it's over the ball right. It just stays over the diamond? Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Anyways, pictures of that are everywhere this morning. Edmonton Oilers, of course, winning last night. Uh, They are now climbing in the standings. Their fourth straight win landed them second in the division. They're just now one point back of Anaheim for first. And then, guess who's in town on Saturday? Anaheim. It'll be a first-place showdown with five games left in regular season. Calgary Flames are going to try to, again, to clinch a playoff spot tonight. The San Jose Sharks visit the Saddle Dome. The Flames are three points back of the Sharks for third in the division. Alrighty, it is going to be a nice weekend, guys, and a nice day today. Mix of sun and cloud, 12 degrees for the high. That's going to feel nice. Tomorrow, small chance of showers with a high of plus eight. And then Sunday, sunshine and seven. It is 621, and we're sitting at minus one. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, Crash and I were, where were we walking? Oh, we were over in South Edmonton Common. Mm. I remember you saw the name on the side of that van from oh, a business. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the name of the business? Um, what was it? Three, oh yeah, three-way. Yeah, it was a three-way. Three-way electrical. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm sure the guys over at Three-Way Electrical. Mm. I'm, I'm guessing it, it it's owned by three people. Probably. Or there's like three ways to do electrical, or I yeah, don't know. like they'll figure it out three different ways. I don't know. Well, and nonetheless, uh, if th- if that is your business, three way electrical, mm-hmm. um, we laughed pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure, you're a great company. We're like, wow, damn! I can yeah. call three way electrical. If you know someone that works for that company, I want to know why they named it three way electrical. electrical. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jin just found something here. What is? Why are they named uh, that? I checked out the website. Yeah. Uh, there's residential, okay. commercial, huh? and sexual. No. Uh, <laughs> maintenance. Oh, and maintenance. Residential, oh, okay. commercial, and maintenance. That makes sense. Okay, so three, three ways. ways that their company works yeah. for you. Oh, see, and we immediately went like Mel B and the I open know, marriage. I know. I went the dirty route we, with it. We literally went threesome mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. Uh, I thought we could have a fun conversation. If you, or maybe it's your business, 
or maybe it's somebody that you know or a business that you've seen where their business name could come across as a little little nasty. <laughs> a little a little dirty, a little on the kinky side. Autumn leaves starting it up on the app. Yeah, okay. She's like, I saw Crackmasters. Crackmasters. <laughs> There's a good one. Oh yeah. There's a good one. You're flipping through the yellow pages, Googling, you're like, crack, crack masters. Oh, I'm gonna call these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess they do um like a foundation cracks. Oh yeah, it could be Maybe. that or, or uh, windshield cracks. Or, oh yeah, windshield cracks. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, if they're crack masters, oh, they're they're masters of any crack, any any crack in the world. <laughs> so give them a shout. So yeah. try them out. So give them a shout. Yeah. So I thought we could just have a fun little conversation. Hey, it's a chance for you to get like a small business on oh, the air, sure, I suppose. Yeah. But it's a name that could be a little dirty or kinky. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation now. Radio. Uh, we're talking about uh, company names yes. that uh, could be taken as a little questionable. We, These, we came across three-way electrical the other day, and I'm, maybe it's just like immature just, brain or whatever. Oh, we I'm were like, giggling. Yeah. I know, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. three-way. We were, <laughs> we were laughing like, like we were children, yeah. But the ones that are coming in are way worse than three-way electrical. I'll read you a couple of texts here. Uh, this one... Five six seven eight nine. By the way, if you want to shoot us a text, says, "Hey guys, drove by the truck a truck the other day that on the side said butt ram trucking.' Butt ram trucking. <laughs> butt ram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Another one here says, "Hey guys, uh, my buddy works uh, up on in Vancouver Island by Port Hardy mm. for I, I don't I don't want to say it on the radio mm. uh, for Top Island Traffic Safety. Okay. On the side of his car, it says T I T S." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you put, you know, when you put the oh yeah, and you just see it like the letters. You're like, oh, you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, Brian's right at the top here. Sure. How you doing today, Brian? I'm good. You? Yeah, doing fantastic. All right. See, so you see a company name that could be taken uh, in a little different context, or what? Oh yeah, I've seen a bunch. Uh, one was BJ Tool. BJ, oh, BJ yeah. Okay. I've seen that uh, BJ drilling as well. Have you? Yeah. yeah. There's also one called Beaver Drilling. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice Canadian drilling company. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And then the one other one, it's a for hooks for tying down loads. It's called Snappy Hookers. <laughs> I love Snappy Hookers. I wonder if a company like that would get like random calls throughout the day. Yeah, you never know. Right? Oh, that's that's good. Okay, thanks, Brian. No problem. Have a good day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Snappy hooker. Like, someone's got to call that company, right? Well, I'm thinking that. Is, I, I got it up here on, on my computer. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's for, like, yeah, all your uh, tie-downs down, and stuff. Yeah, hooking down your loads. They yeah. snap. They're snappy hookers. But if someone didn't Google that and just, like, quickly Google snappy hookers mm. and got a phone number? I'm looking for a lady that's a little snappy tonight. Right? It's like, um, <laughs> while well, we have Velcro, um... <laughs> I'm looking for blonde. Oh, no. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. These are fun. We're talking about uh, company names that could be taken as a little questionable. Yeah. It's the immature side of you that's like, well, it seems like, seems like some of these people are doing it deliberately. I know, you know what I mean? a lot of uh, welding companies yes. like, just go blatant. Uh, Kate says, hey guys, there's a company here in Edmonton called Blow in the Dark. <laughs> okay, what would that company be? Blow in the Dark. Blow in the Dark. Is that yeah. like a... Like, she thinks she knows what it is. I'm going to say like games. Games? Like night night games. No, it's a glass blowing studio. Oh. I don't know why they're blowing their glass in the dark, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I would have never taken a glass yeah. blowing. Kate company. says she walks by and giggles every time. Yeah. Blow in the dark. Uh, Kyle, how you doing, man? Hey, not too bad. Yeah, excellent. All right, so uh, did you see a company's name that could be a little questionable? The uh, vacuum truck service. Yeah. Okay. They're called Suck You. Oh, I've seen that one. I haven't seen Suck You. I've seen Suck You. Yeah. Yeah. Suck You's really good. That's That's, awesome. That's great. Okay, thanks, Kyle. Okay, have a good day. Bye. You too. You haven't seen that one? I know. I haven't seen the Suck You. That one's giant. It's a giant pumper truck with Suck You on it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't miss that one. That's awesome. Shay, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Excellent. All right, so you see a company name that could be a little questionable? Yeah. My mom doesn't like it very much. Uh Uh-oh. I've... Learned how to crochet when I was five. Yeah. And in the last few years, I started a Facebook company called Hooker for Life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) My mom, even when I told her what the name of it was, she's like, you know, people are going to be looking for your services, and that's not the type of service they're going to look for. And I told her, I've got patterns for G-strings. I can help them out. That is awesome. Oh, what, what's the name again so we can all search it? Hooker for Life. Hooker so for Life. It's a number. Oh, all right. yeah. Four is a number. And Shay is a crocheter. Oh, so. that is hilarious. That's great. Oh, okay. Thanks for sharing that, Shay. No problem. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> She'll get a lot of hits. Oh, absolutely. Right? Uh, this post on the app says, there's a company out of Calgary just called Golden Shower Plumbing. Yeah, we've had, uh, yeah, Golden Shower. That's a big one for plumbing companies. Because we've got Golden Tubs and Showers. That yeah. one's for, like, actual tubs and showers. And then the plumbing company is called Golden Showers. <laughs> they have to know, right? Uh, Jody says, hey, guys, have you driven by Doggy Style Deli? What? It's on Stony Plain Road. How come I've never seen that? And she said Stony Plain and 151st. It caters to dog food and dog toys. This is a great topic. <laughs> I haven't seen Doggy Style Deli. And I'm down Stony Plain Road all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, have a look Check next that time. out. Uh, Ty is on four here. Hey, bud. Morning. How you guys doing? Good. 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 All right. So hey. have you seen a company name that could be taken as a little questionable? Well, yes. Yeah. Yes, we have. <laughs> it's called Done Right Vibrators. <laughs> I like it. I'm guessing it's like the vibration plate or something, right? You think that? No. What is it? They repair vibrators. No, they don't. Yes. They legitimately... We saw the sign. We saw the sign. Yeah. Uh, One time when we were working, and we discussed at work, and one of the people, one of the guys, the co-workers, actually called them up, and uh, we, we, we repair vibrators. Wow! Not e- not no, like so construction equipment, vibration plates. No, legitimately like the lady helper. Yes. yes. Wow. Well, now I now I know who to call. So. No. <laughs> no. no. Thank you for that time. I'm gonna write that one down here. It's spelled D U N. Oh, oh, of course it is. Yeah, correct that spelling there, Mars. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Guys over at Dunright Vibrators are texting in. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they were just messing with they, that yeah. uh, tie. Apparently, they were messing with tie. You were right, Crash, because you said they do like, like the vibration vibrating plates. plates for construction. Yeah, that's what they fix. Not actual... Bye. Yeah. So what's 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 awesome is that someone at Dunright is telling people when they call. That mm. <laughs> do they get inundated with calls to the point where like, yes, do. we do yeah. fix those. Ha-ha. Yes, yes, that's what we do. Ha yeah. ha ha. So no tie. They do not. They actually fix uh, concrete and vibrators. <laughs> and vibration plates. Vibration yeah. plates. Yeah. All construction. All construction. Not lady. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Let's take uh, Dylan here on four. Hey, bud. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, good. All right, so uh, your buddy works for a company that kind of has a questionable name? Yes, yes, he does. Oh, no. So, oh, okay, what is him. it? So the, the company's name is called Well Hung Doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it doesn't matter when you call him, if he's on work or off work, because he's usually on call. Yeah. So he always asks for, well, I'm Warren, I'm going to help you. <laughs> and I'm like, it's the perfect name for the company for that he works for and how he asks it, because that's kind of, he just likes to laugh that up. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's perfect for you, Warren. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's that awesome. That is hilarious. <laughs> I know someone had texted in, a couple people texted in that name, too. I'm like, what is this? Well, hung yeah. doors. I'm, I feel bad for the secretary, too. They actually don't have, they don't really have a secretary. Oh, okay. oh so just he's just, he's together. answering the phone. Yeah, yeah. They're, not a, they're not a big enough company yet. I don't think they have that, they're not that diverse yet. But no, yeah, but at least your buddy gets wife, the answer. The guy's wife answers the phone once in a while, and yeah, <laughs> they, they have one of those, but it's a catchy name. Everybody will remember it. Oh, absolutely. It For stands sure. out. A lot of people have texted in that they saw the name. Yeah. So now uh, they're going to think if their uh, doors break, they're going to be like, oh, well hung doors. doors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay, thanks, Dylan. Yeah, have a good one. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, for everyone who went to see Garth Brooks, if you saw one of his nine shows in February, while well, new stats are in that say that his shows were huge money for our city. Huge money. Oh, it boosted the economy. Do you want to guess how much? How much money do you think was pumped into the local economy over nine Garth Brooks shows? It's going to blow you away. Uh, I'm going to guess that it's probably like two, around two mil. Okay. Jen, do you want to throw a guess in on how much money was pumped into the local economy? Tons of people came in. For Garth Brooks. In a week? How much can he bring in in a week? I'll say... uh Nine million dollars. <laughs> no, I'll say like five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. All right. Well, new uh, numbers are out that say that all those sold out performances pumped forty two million dollars. Into the local economy. Really? Yeah. And how many people like just coming to town? Yeah. And that's everything. So that's like hotels. Yeah. That's restaurants. That's gas. food. That's wow. gas. Everything, that's grocery. Yeah. That's everything 42 million dollars into our economy that's what garth brooks brought to this city wow wow i guess that's why he gets that little banner (laughs) that's a lot of money isn't that a lot of money yeah i would like to know how much he made in ticket sales uh does this include ticket sales it might include ticket sales because that, that would be garth garth's money or a percentage of it would yeah. be Garth's money, yeah. But his tickets weren't even that expensive. No, they weren't. It's like $65 yeah. a pop. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The city released that number as part of a larger update on the financial impact of Rogers Place since the public opening of the new facility. It has hosted 70 Oilers and Oil King hockey games, 28 live event nights, and 81 corporate and community events. But Garth Brooks uh, alone bringing in $42 million into the local economy. Jeez. Isn't that nuts? That's insane. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. I thought I was going a little over the top with my two million. Well, Jim did his five hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Spending that kind of money in town. <laughs> I think he uh, made the economy fifty bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I know that blew me away as well. All right, when it comes to answering the call of nature in public in our city, apparently there's been a bit of an uptick in tickets for public urination and defecation in the downtown core. Mm. So the city did a report on public washrooms and where some might be needed. And uh, they're looking at now that it's downtown where people are whizzing and pooping outside. They just look for pee stains or like... We need something there. They're doing it, yeah, they're, and they're doing it by tickets as well. Now, mm. you're probably going to say, oh, well, that's because of the increase of people with Roger's Place, right? Uh, and part of that is true. Who do you think, though, out of this study uh, is taking a leak outside? Do you think it's the hockey game goers or the concert goers? Uh, oh, either or? Yeah. Uh, I'm going, you know what? I'm going to go concert. Concert? Yeah. Why concert? Uh, because I think people are like, really getting their drink on before a concert because you always like pre Oh yeah. Oh good reason. Yeah, yeah okay. I was gonna go hockey game just because uh more dudes I feel like mm. and I feel like the fellas do more of the public urination. Yeah. yeah. Some ladies. And also the lineups can be a little longer yes. for dudes at Rogers mm. so maybe they just go outside. Yeah. Uh well Crash, you are right this morning. Yeah see what it's a day. It's yeah. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> I know. It's Friday. Now obviously there has been an increase of public urination and defecation since the arena did open up, but it's the the guys and gals going to the hockey games are apparently very well behaved. Mm. Uh I guess the reason is is because a lot of people after a hockey game just want to go the hell home. Mm-hmm. They're not lingering around or going to the bars. And uh, hockey tickets can be more expensive. Yeah. So you get like a, a trashier crowd. <laughs> oh, wow. Less, you know, less human being <laughs> people, you know. Less classy. Real garbage folk yeah. going you know, to concerts. The $42 million they spend. Yeah. 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 Just clearly garbage yeah, just folk. Clearly. But yeah, they are saying that they do see, they're calling it the back alley latrine syndrome mm. after concerts where people are, and it's not necessarily pooping, it's more peeing, mm-hmm. where people are taking a leak outside. Have you guys tried the ones on white yet? No, I haven't. Oh, me neither. You want to hear something about public urination? Oh, God, what? No. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, like months ago, I think it was before Christmas, uh, we took an Uber, and the Uber driver uh, pulls up, and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the Uber driver. He's like, oh, I get in the back seat. He's like, do you mind if I uh, just go use the washroom? I forgot about this. I'm like, uh, sure. And he gets out of his car and goes and walks between two buildings no. and takes yep. a leak. No. Right in front of us. I'm yep. like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then yep. gets back in. He's like, all right, where are we going again? Yeah. Oh I forgot about that. You're right. right? That's right Christmas. It was, he literally took a leak probably mm-hmm. uh, 40 feet from us. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. It was so weird. It was weird. I just got on my phone right away. I'm like, oh, I'll just play my game here. Because, uh, you know, peeing outside is something we've all done. Mm-hmm. But no one's proud of it. No. No. You go go hide and don't, don't don't just like wedge it between two buildings. Yeah, yeah, right there. I'm guessing the Uber people wouldn't be thrilled to hear <laughs> no. that either. No, I don't well, think you got a good review for that. Yeah, well, keep in mind uh, that if you do get busted publicly urinating, you will be ticketed by the police. Mm-hmm. All right, this next story here is it's just kind of cute. Um, apparently. People who still deliver mail can oftentimes come into contact with pets who are mad. Now, usually when you think of the postman getting you know, into it with an animal, you think of a dog. Yeah. Uh, well, in this case, uh, this is a woman in Hamilton, Ontario, who has a really big cat. Who's, mm. It's actually a little munchkin cat mm. that attacks the window every day when she goes to <laughs> deliver mail. And she videoed it. It's kind of cute. Have a listen to her walking up to the house to deliver mail. Oh, he's looking at me already. <laughs> See if you can see him. Hang on here. He's behind glass. <laughs> oh, 
Hang on, hang on, that one. Oh, is that the cat bag? Make nice selfie with that. Oh, oh, oh. There it's okay. <laughs> you can hear the cat smacking the glass. It's Just okay. losing his mind. Wait. Okay, we out. <laughs> I love the video that went viral uh, a couple of years ago where the mailman comes up to the door and that little metal flap opens up and you see the paw sticking out. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get like, the mail. Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of here. Go on, get You're in my territory. Yeah, that's, that's adorable. Awesome. All right, Ginge, this story is specifically for you, buddy. And hey, listen, if you guys have friends like the Ginge who... Um, will be conned out of their money easily. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, you're going to want to tell them about this one. People can now uh, give money to their friends directly through Facebook. Oh, uh, no. Facebook has announced that they can now set up, uh, similar to like a GoFundMe campaign. So if you want to set one up on face- Facebook, you can ask for donations in six different categories. Education, medical, pet medical, crisis relief, and personal emergencies, funeral and loss. Now, they say that the reason why they're doing this is that GoFundMe is very popular. Mm -hmm. Apparently, people are giving a ton of money. You guys don't even know how much money people are just giving away on GoFundMe. I I don't get GoFundMes. GoFundMe, the the Kickstarter, even that I don't get. Yeah, people it's, literally, it's, you people will complain that they don't have, have money, the money, and then they give, give it, it away. Stupid things, and you're giving it away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why is Facebook adding this feature? Well, they say that it's a safe way to get money in times of need, but they know that it's big business. Mm-hmm. So Facebook is taking a cut. Oh, of course, six point nine percent of whatever oh. you collect. Oh, that's a lot. They say that that goes towards uh, the payment processing fees, fundraiser vetting, security and fraud protection. Basically, what they're not saying is that GoFundMe, people are giving away billions of dollars mm-hmm. and Facebook has just found a way to make billions of dollars off of it. Does GoFundMe take a cut? I don't know. I've never... Like, Ginge, you donate to all these. Oh, Do you yeah. know if... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much the person actually gets. No. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, you don't know. GoFundMe percentage. I bet it's... Like, they would obviously have to take a cut, too, right? GoFundMe takes 5%. Okay, so they're aware, too, then, that it's big business. Wow. It's big business. So GoFundMe is just like raking in the cash. Oh, yeah, because people are just handing out their money. I don't get it. Like, yeah, okay, you're throwing five bucks here, five bucks there. It adds up. Yeah. You know, can I tell? I don't know if you want me to, so I'll just... The crazy story of that uh, um, that woman who set up a GoFundMe page in your brother's name. Oh, yeah. And it was fake. Yeah. Oh, no. She was trying My to get money. My brother had no idea. Yeah. Basically, what happened is, I think it was a couple Christmases ago, yeah. uh, John, Crash's brother, had his car broken into, and he had some Christmas presents in there for the for the kids. Yeah. And uh, word got around the family that this had happened, and so someone's girlfriend mm-hmm. set up this GoFundMe page. It's like, John's stolen Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and that's what oh, it was Oh, yeah, called. and she was looking to collect cash. But it wasn't going to go to John. I had no idea this was even set up. And it was they li- don't talk to each other. It was literally called John's Stolen Christmas. <laughs> With the whole story, like sob story. <laughs> yeah. And then... <laughs> John's friends caught wind of it and they just like commented away and just ripped her a new one. Yeah, but it was uh, <laughs> and it was, it was a, pulled. It was pulled, but it was a bit of a rigmarole. It was yeah, it was like, an ordeal. John's wife had to get involved. She had to prove to GoFundMe that like it was a bit of a rigmarole. It was up for like a week. I wonder if there's a lot of that, like the fake. I've heard of that actually. When there's any time there's like a tragedy in yeah, town, people take people advantage start of it. Yeah. Fake GoFundMe's to mm-hmm. yeah. So just gosh, if you're gonna give away your money. 
make sure, make just try to make sure you know. Because yeah. if you gave money to John's stolen Christmas, yeah. <laughs> it went to some psycho woman. Yeah, it didn't go to John. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? trying to remember if I gave any money around Christmas. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, if you're doing it to, like, help a friend, that kind of thing, okay, Yeah, like, if you I know, get. if you know. But just not, like, scrolling through Facebook and you see someone being like, help me. Yeah, because you And you, you have know. no idea who this person is. Well, you don't is know. it legit? And you work hard for your money yeah. and you just, you don't know. Yeah, help your friends and families that you like, sure. And this Christmas, if you see John's story, yeah, Christmas, it's a fake. It's a fake. It's this woman once again. Every year she just reposts the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> One year it'll catch on. One year. All right, this next story here is insane and sometimes the world works in mysterious ways. A woman on Twitter who goes by the handle of Mixzella. Uh, is an Uber driver. And so she got a call to head out to the airport to pick somebody up in Uber, which she did. She picked up a woman, which seemed like a typical fare, but she soon discovered that the passenger, this woman, was headed, unbelievably, to her longtime boyfriend's house. Mm. Now, this wasn't an aunt or a sister. This was her boyfriend's side chick. No. No. So, of course, she started to tweet the entire saga. And you can go online and read it. It's really long. Mm -hmm. Uh, She even says things like, I even let this woman use my auxiliary cord plug-in. Apparently, the girl was playing music on her phone, saying, this reminds me of my man. Oh, no, no. What are the chances of that? What are the chances? And did she let this woman know at the well, end? I, 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 you got to read the entire entire saga. I would imagine she broke it to the lady at the end, right? Uh, I don't think so. I think she dropped him off and just broke up with him. Because if he's doing it to her... Yeah. You know, it's not this woman's fault. She had no idea that her boyfriend had another girl. Mm. <laughs> uh, the side chick also sat in the back of the Uber telling the driver all about how excited she was to visit her new boyfriend. How in love she mm-hmm. was. How they were going to live happily ever yeah. after. Look, here's a picture of him, yeah, too. Yeah. It's, Isn't it's, he hot? Yeah. <laughs> so you can read her whole crazy saga on Twitter. It's up there for everybody to enjoy. It's quite long. Because she she must have sent out about 30 or 40 tweets. <clears throat> she did end it with, by the way, I am single now. Oh, yeah. So there you go. All right. For those of you who are huge fans of David Hasselhoff. Oh, the Hoff back the in the Hoff news. The Hoff is back in the news. Apparently, so many people like David Hasselhoff. That he is now hosting cruises. Uh, I don't know if that's a... Like, that's like... It's old, selling out. Is it like senior cruises? I, I, I don't see the younger generation jumping on a Hasselhoff cruise. Uh, the, that's a good the, thing for the Hoff, right? The slogan is, quote, come party Hoff style. <laughs> Rock and roll on the sea with me and my team. The Baywatch actor will be patrolling the decks of the cruise ship. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Will he be dressed up in his Baywatch oh, with the... Probably. Like carrying the little uh, with the, life preserver thing? Yeah, he must be. Is this a working vacation for the Hoff? <laughs> <laughs> the 64-year-old actor says he will entertain his fans with stage performance, take part in a meet and greet. There will also be a movie night where fans will be able to watch all of his TV shows and movies in a cinema with David Hasselhoff himself. He says he'll be singing all of his hits, and he will also perform an evening of songs from Broadway. (laughs) I guess if you're a big fan of Hoff, it would be great. Because look at how many uh, celebrities do cruises, right? Well, there's a bare-naked ladies' cruise. That's what I mean. It's not like, you don't see like uh, Mm. Leonardo DiCaprio or like U2 hosting cruises. No, No, not yet. It's kind of when you're at the the end of it. The end of it, yeah. 
Oh, who did we see when we were in Mexico? Oh, uh, Cheap Trick was playing a hotel. Yeah, they were doing like a, a small hotel. Yeah, like a resort. Cheap Trick was doing oh, a resort. A resort tour. hotel. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> and there were there were billboards of them everywhere. Yeah. They're like, come see Cheap Trick at the Villa Ocean. It's like these old guys just posing. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Would sucks. you want to be around that many other like Hasselhoff fans? No, I don't uh, think so. That's sort of just something for yourself. Yeah. Right. Didn't um uh, what's his face uh, Brett Michaels. Yeah, Brett Michaels he had his own one. cruise, He did a cruise. Too. I know Kid Rock hosts a cruise every year, too. Yes, he does. Oh, man. Imagine that cruise. Yeah. <laughs> just beer cans oh, thrown in the ocean. The, it would be, yeah, just cans oh, floating man. behind the cruise ship. Picture people, like, fishing off the dock. <laughs> <laughs> Firing their guns yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Pulling yeah. fish out of the ocean, yeah. throwing them in the pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll the, save these for later. <laughs> the Kid Rock cruise. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Alrighty, in sports, we're still a few months away from the Edmonton Eskimos home opener, uh, but fans made an early appearance at Commonwealth yesterday. If you were in that area, the Asks were joined by about 250 fans to shoot their new commercial campaign. Now, the new campaign is top secret. Mm. Uh, but they knew that they wanted the fans to be involved, so huge fans were sitting in Commonwealth, and they're going to be in the uh, in the Eskimos oh, commercial. That's so, fun. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Of course, we got to talk about the Oilers because they won again last night. Their fourth straight win has landed them in second in the division and now just one point back of Anaheim for first. So that was a really good game. Uh, 3-2 was the final score. Patrick Maroon getting two. Connor McDavid getting one. Were you mm. up late? Oh, McDavid was so special last night. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> and he's all ours. I can't believe it sometimes. <laughs> I really can't. It's going to be a bad yeah. day, James. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, it is. It's, it's awesome. Uh, well, guess who's in town on Saturday? That, of course, is Anaheim. So that's going to be a great game. It's a first-place showdown with five games left in the regular season. If you want to check out the Oilers game tomorrow night, puck drops at 8 o'clock. All right. It is going to be a fairly nice weekend today. Beautiful mix of sun and cloud, 12 for the high. Tomorrow, 8 for the high. And then Sunday, a high of plus 7. It is 721. We're sitting at minus 1. Good morning. Alrighty, uh, this next story here is kind of insane. And uh, I don't want to scare any parents who have babysitters mm. or who have their kids uh, in childcare. But a parent decided to get back at what could possibly be one of the worst babysitters uh, ever. Now, this babysitter, I just want to preface by saying she is not a teenager. She's not like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 35-year-old woman. Oh, this is her career. Yes. This, so she, she babysits. Yeah. Um, okay. So this dude, this parent, mm-hmm. a dad, his name is Christopher Soares. He hired a woman by the name of Sarah Judge to watch his kids, aged three and four years old. Now, Chris and his wife, they knew this woman. It was like a family friend. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they, you know, found a, a sheet on a mailbox yeah, and ripped pulled a tab. the number off. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like that. Uh, they asked her, though, if she would babysit. Basic babysitting mm-hmm. stuff here. Kids uh, are going to go to bed. You just watch. Yeah, kids are going to play for a bit. Yeah. We're going to go out for a little while. You just make sure that, uh, that you know, you're doing your job. Now, he entrusted this woman to look after these kids. But 30 minutes into them leaving, because he had nanny cams in the house, mm-hmm. She fell asleep on the couch. Oh, no. So what did Chris and his wife decide to do? Because they were watching. Yeah. And they could see her snoozing away on the couch and the three and the four-year-old kind of playing. Mm. They left where they were going, went home, and took the kids. <gasps> oh, no. And left her sleeping. And they left her sleeping. Uh-huh. 
What did she do? They started texting her while she was sleeping. Like, hello? Yeah. Hello? Can you answer? Just wondering how things are going. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Can you call us? Please, can you call us? Two hours went by. (laughs) Oh, no. When the babysitter woke up, this 35-year-old woman, the children were gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Did they leave a door open or something, or just oh, kids yeah. are gone? They, yeah. the, kid, the kids were yeah. literally gone. She started texting the mom and dad, mm-hmm. ended up calling the cops, saying <gasps> that the children had been kidnapped. Oh, no. Of course, uh, it was all sorted out after the police called the parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, well, you know, you probably should have dealt with that a little, little differently. <laughs> they thought she would have woke up right away with the text. Yeah, they didn't right? think and then two. Like, oh my god! Yeah, they didn't think two hours would have gone by of her taking a nap on the couch. Wow! So yeah, nonetheless, uh, Chris and his wife no longer talked to this woman, <laughs> but he he showed all of his texts and yeah. he, he took pictures of it, put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram. Oh, I'd be watching nanny cams. Yeah, too. the whole thing went mm. on. Now I thought we could have a fun conversation. I want to keep it like let's stay light here, though. We don't want to talk about any tragedy it's friday yeah but have you guys been in a situation where your babysitting or your babysitter just went it went all wrong the worst baby like or like the worst like did you have a babysitter and you came home and your house was completely destroyed was there a fire <laughs> yeah was there was there some sort of a fire it could even work with a nanny too right yeah or yeah, if yeah. you're just stepping out and then exactly like, a nanny came in and destroyed everything any sort of child care maybe you got home and your kids were covered in markers from, like, top to bottom. And she's like, I can't handle this. Anymore. And she's on her phone, yeah. <laughs> just walks away. I just can't. <laughs> Again, no tragedy. We, we don't want your sad stories here. Yeah. But babysitters doing terrible jobs. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're talking about terrible babysitters. <laughs> and not tragically terrible. No, no. Uh, but just the time that maybe you were the babysitter and you were in, you know, it was just awful... Or if you, as the parent, came home and you're like, this goddamn babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're in a pinch, too, and you're like, I need a babysitter, and you're really limited, you're like, I don't want to use this person, but okay. I know. And you take a chance on them, and it just goes horribly wrong. Listen to this text crash. Says, hey, guys, we have a hot tub. Mm -hmm. Oh. We had a babysitter host a hot tub party while we were out for dinner. Oh, no. At this point, uh, we still don't know how many people were over or were in our hot tub, but there were towels were soaked and laying all around the house. (laughs) We also found a cell phone at the bottom of the tub when I went to do the chemicals the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) It was the last time she worked for us. Oh, man. Yeah. Think about you, Mars, when you were babysitting. If there was a hot tub there. I don't know if I would have had a party. I I was too much of like a... A rule follower. Oh. I would have been a little... Would you have jumped in the hot tub? I, no? I might have gone in myself, but I don't know if I would have had a party. I, I didn't really have the guts. <laughs> uh, let's go to Amanda on three sure. here. Amanda, were you the babysitter? Yeah, I was the babysitter, and I was left with a horrible situation when I got there. Oh. Okay, what went down? So I show up. The mom nervously smiles at me and immediately leaves. And uh, That's so not a good sign. <laughs> Yeah, I go upstairs, and uh, there's three kids. So the first kid is under the table playing in his own mess. <gasps> no, no, no. Yeah, so I get him into the bathtub, and I go to check on the other two children. So yeah. I go downstairs, and one of them is chewing on the heads of Polly Pocket. She's torn off. Oh, oh, God. And the other one has put his face through a wall and is filling the wall with Polly Pocket and Barbie Head. Oh, the mon- little monsters. That is crazy. Why mm. did the mom just, like, up and leave? Well, obviously, one's playing in poop. 
One's got their head in the wall. But those are her kids. You leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She took the chance to go. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, thank God you're here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what is happening? Oh, terrible situation. Thanks for sharing that, Amanda. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. And what day is it, Mars? It's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're talking about bad babysitters, non-tragically. Just uh, the times that you came home after and you're looking at your kids and you're like, what on earth is mm. happening here? Did you bust your babysitter with like boyfriend or girlfriend? Uh, there's been a few of those. Oh. Uh, one one woman staying anonymous said she had nanny cams up. <laughs> and uh, <gasps> while she was watching the nanny cam, uh, she saw uh, a teen hand come up and turn it around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a towel gets laid yeah. over it. Yeah. Like what in the what? Oh, no. Another one here says, good morning, guys. I had a 50-year-old lady as a live-in nanny. And I quickly found out that this woman could not cook. Every time she tried to cook someone a meal, she would burn it. All of my pat- pots and pans had black burnt bottoms. <sighs> my kids eventually told me that they were starving all day because they wouldn't <laughs> eat her terrible food. <laughs> she burnt the craft dinner. Yeah, needless to say, she didn't last long. <laughs> uh, let's go to Sherry. What's your horrible babysitting story? Well, I was the babysitter. Yep. And I'm going to say I was about 13. Okay. Uh, the wife was a teacher, second grade. Yep. The dad was a banker in a small town. Everybody knew him. Okay. And I and I had babysat for them before. They had two kids. Yeah. I was going to be there the entire weekend. They were doing a golfing thing or whatever. And they had an extra child, and I knew about him because small town, everybody knows the bad kids. Oh, yeah. And so he started acting up, calling 911 when we didn't have 911. So I said, that's it. Everybody goes to their room. Time out. Yeah. He didn't have a room. What? Well, because he didn't live there, right? Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So he's like, well, what are you going to do with me? (laughs) Yeah. And I knew that there was one room that I wasn't supposed to go into. Oh, no. I was like, I'm going to put you in there. Yeah. Yeah. I opened the door. There was, like, chains and whips. (laughs) They had a sex room? They had a torture dungeon? Yeah, they had a little red room of pain. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, no. Like, and not just that the kids were, like, right behind me, and he was definitely a piece of work. So he's, like, trying to look around me going, whoa. No, and you're like, no, no. No, we're not going to use this room. You get to sit in the furnace room. It's summertime. In the furnace room? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. What a find. Yeah, so the parents come home, and I could barely look them in the eye. Yeah, because you're just immediately flashing back to every single thing that's in that room. Oh, well, yeah, and I get home. My mom's like, so how is babysitting? I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about bad babysitters, and there's oh my gosh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stories coming in. And we don't want your tragic ones. I mean, we want ones that you can look back on and laugh. You know, in the like you know, destruction. The, yeah, in the you know, no one was injured, but it was just a horrible, horrible childcare. Mm. It was just the absolute worst. And Mars was just like by the book, Mars, by the babysitting handbook. Yep. Checklists. Make sure everyone's on time. Yep. No call. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, our babysitter lived with us. Uh, when I was young, I vaguely remember when my parents left, they would sit her down and say, hey, listen, no boys. About five minutes after my parents pulled out of the driveway, boys would come over. <laughs> <laughs> they just come out of the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> they were all in her in her bedroom downstairs because she lived, she lived with us. Yeah. Yeah, she was fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
How many times do you think that happens? Oh, if you're getting teens. Yeah, like teen babysitters. Oh, yeah. There's, Boys there's are people rolling in. in for sure. Yeah. Um, Barbara on two, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How about you guys? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, awesome. so uh, you you and your hubby went out. You're like, yes, it's our time. You got a babysitter. And then yeah. what happened? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We came back. I'm thinking it was probably about four hours later. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, my babysitter was at hose in, the, in my son's room, and she was hosing him down. Like a garden hose? With a garden hose. He had had diarrhea, and she didn't know what to do, so she hosed him and what? the crib and everything. No, 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 no! Like, well, just to say, we didn't get her again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was too funny. I don't know what I would oh, say man. if I walked in. Oh, I don't know. Well, we didn't know what to do either at first. We just kind of... Uh, what are you doing? Right? Was everything destroyed? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get rid of the crib um, and pretty much everything on that side of the room. (laughs) Oh, no. Just full garden spray. (laughs) (laughs) And he's screaming, and I'm thinking, what the heck? And it's ice cold cold water coming from the hose. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just thought, wow. Oh, that is the worst. Thanks so much for sharing that, Barbara. No problem. You guys have a great day. You too. Oh, Oh, thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye. Text Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. (laughs) All righty. This story here is kind of fun. And it's uh, it's got a happy ending. An Edmonton woman had a six-month-old Stafford Bull Terrier stolen from outside a grocery store earlier this month. Mm. Sad news. But guess what? The puppy came back. Oh. You want to know? why police were ripping around ran a plate and they're like hang on a second that vehicle stolen mm-hmm. when they pulled over the vehicle guess who was in the car <gasps> the stolen dog the puppy yeah, yeah so uh, of course the puppy is back home and around 5 15 on march 15th the woman and her dog bella went to a grocery store in the area of 115 street and kingsway she tied bella's leash to a picnic table outside and when she came back the dog was gone mm. so the dog is back at home bella's back at home with mom yeah. safe is, and sound uh, which is really good news. All right, this is interesting. Now, even though um, the economy, not necessarily in Alberta, but in Canada as a whole, the economy tends to be chugging along. You know, mm-hmm. like we're going okay. We're going at an okay pace. But apparently, Dollarama mm-hmm. is doing like crazy crazy business. Go into any Dollarama. It's slammed. As a matter of fact, they are on such a roll that the dollar store chain just released some of their profits. Mm -hmm. Their sales are up 11.5% with their net earnings per share up 24% in the fourth quarter. Damn. Did they do anything different for this or just the economy and they're affordable? Just so many people are going to the old Dollarama. Hmm. I want to know from you guys, how much do you love Dollarama? Is it just Dollarama that saw an increase or did, uh, what's the other one, Dollar Tree? Uh, this study is just Dollarama. They don't mention Dollar Tree in this mm. one. Is Dollarama king of the dollar stores? I think so. Because Dollarama be. kind of came first as like the big one, right? Have you noticed though that they're popping up everywhere? Oh, yeah, they're they're everywhere. everywhere. You get new communities and yeah. a little strip ball comes in, bam, Dollarama. Huh? Now, I had heard, oh sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I guess it's not a secret. <laughs> But uh, I heard, tell me, yeah, <laughs> Dollarama secrets. <laughs> I heard uh, Dollarama might take over some of the old Target locations. 
Well, how? Wow. how I, I know. That's why I can't believe how big Dollarama is because those are big, big that's a stores. Huge store. I don't know if Dollarama can round up that much. So. Absolutely, they could. You think? If they put Dollarama, you know, West Edmonton Tomorrow where the, the a double floor Dollarama. Oh, okay. I don't think you can Easy. sell enough stuff. Mars just put her pen down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now they're saying that uh, they in their studies, it's not just like low budget shoppers either. Mm-hmm. Apparently, higher income earners yeah. love the Dollarama, which is why Dollarama, when looking into their expansion, is cropping up in new upscale neighborhoods mm. in Canada's major cities, Edmonton included, on that study. It's just handy. Uh, because they say that Dollarama does not discriminate. I will say Dollarama is like Costco. You go in for one thing, you come out with a handful, right? Yeah, I guess. You'd be surprised. You're surprised at what's in there. Because you end up browsing. You're like, well, I only need one thing. But, oh, you know what? I could use this. The price is right. Oh, no-name wipes? (laughs) Lassol wipes? Sure. Lassol takes them. Dollarama also said that they are able to draw a crowd even alongside higher-end shops, like higher-end butcher shops, Mm -hmm. hipster coffee shops. So you'll see, like, all these, you know, like, independently run businesses. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that maybe you know, like a high end deli, and then boom, right beside it, Dollarama, Damn. and they get crowds of people in there. I even bought a box of condoms from Dollarama, and well, I, I'm I, pregnant. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think we bought them for the uh, Yule Log. But I was just yeah, shocked. Yeah, we did. The uh, Yule Log that we were uh, burning a bunch of stuff. But I was shocked they actually had condoms. Trojan with a G? Like, were they named? No, they were they I think were they were legit. Just, like, they were just called, like, rubber domes. No, they uh, weren't called rubber domes. They were, they were legit Trojans. Joel, I know Joe buys... Uh, uh, the pregnancy tests at Dollarama. From oh, Dollarama? we bought a pregnancy yeah. test at Dollarama, yeah. too. Burnt one of those, too. Yeah, so that was she's getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can buy those there. So. Yeah, you can get literally anything. The only thing I wouldn't recommend is earplugs. Oh, really yeah, work. they're earplugs. It didn't really work. Hard. It felt like I just rammed a hard piece of foam in my ear. I think really that's what expand. an earplug is. No, it didn't yeah. expand or anything. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, Dollarama, uh, a huge, huge Canadian store. Oh, yeah, this one says, I go to Dollarama to buy one thing, come out with $40 yeah. worth of crap. The store is ridiculous, and I love it. Great place to buy uh, pet food dishes, because mm. they're actual ceramic, and they're like a buck a dish. Just dishes in general, yeah. glasses. Also great for children's party supplies. Oh, oh like the paper yeah. plates and stuff like that, this the napkins. Is, this is literally the biggest commercial. <laughs> what, <on> six <laughs> minutes now for <laughs> We are. They, we're usually played in Dollaramas, yeah. too. So. It's in the news. Yeah. So there you go. Hello, Dollarama shoppers. All right, for those of you who like to take a bath, and maybe you need an excuse why mommy needs an hour-long hot bath so everybody should go away. Mm -hmm. This is the story you're going to want to whip out when people tell you to hurry up. According to a new study, if you take an hour-long bath where you soak in the tub at 40 degrees Celsius or higher, Mm -hmm. so you got to get that water up to 40, soak in that tub, get your bath bombs, put your laptop on your toilet, turn on Riverdale like I did, Mm -hmm. and enjoy that tub, it is the same calorie burn as riding a bicycle for an hour. I don't think so. There's no possible. What's your uh, tub at? 40. Like 40. Oh, well, hang on a second. What's 40? 40, 40 degrees Celsius. Hmm. No, okay. It's not biking. It's worth 10 minutes of biking, a 30-minute walk. Oh, okay. It's the oh, same hey. calorie. Hmm. So if you lay in a bathtub for an hour and the water temperature is consistently at 40 degrees Celsius, it's like biking hard for 10 minutes, 
or going for a 30 minute walk. That's how many calories you're burning while relaxing among candles and scents. When you do the tub, you must go through literally three tubs of water. Because I hear that thing draining and then filling, draining, filling. Oh, it gets cold. i got to fill it back. <laughs> you got to keep that heat up, Sean's yeah, workout. Exactly. i got to keep it up. I'll get you um, those uh, cattle heaters that you <laughs> you keep the cattle's water tub warm. <laughs> That's what I need. I'll just put that in your tub. That's right. And then I roll in the tub. And just <laughs> You're Mars. When I saw you, I thought of this. It's what cows use. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking yeah. to keep her water warm. That's true. Yeah, thank you, Crash. I certainly do. Uh, I certainly do appreciate I'll feed it. Your chocolates in an old metal oh, tub. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Throw them in the Feed tub. Time. Put a bell around her so you know when she's coming. I'll take toffee face in an old like, uh, <laughs> a bucket of toffee. A bucket of toffee yeah. face sounds like a great day. <laughs> is uh is forty hot? Like, what's a hot tub at? I don't know what temperature you. Hot tub. Cabin, right. We have a hot tub. About that's hundred and four Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Let's find out what yeah. that is. I don't know if 40 would be super... Would it be like... That's 39 you... Celsius, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so it's about that. Then, can yeah. You get a hot, can you get a tub up to hot tub temps? Like a regular bathtub? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got piping hot water. Got, I've had... I've gotten into a tub. tea from the tap. Yeah, that's so hot that I put my foot in, and then I stand and I'm like, nope, not doing it. And I pull my foot out, and it looks like I'm wearing a red sock. Oh. That's how hot I've gone. One day I was really sick, and Mara's like, I'll draw you a bath. I'm like, I don't like baths. I Get don't like this. And she does the bath. I'm like, fine, I'll sit in it. And I step in it like just what she said. I put my foot in. I'm like, oh, 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 I'm like, I can't do this. I pull it out. And it's just a red line. Yeah. I just burnt. <laughs> like, awesome. how do you sit in this? I love it. Just burn, burn the butt. No. Burn all that <laughs> no. bacteria off. It's, no. the, it's the way to go. All right. For those of you who are trying to sell your home, uh, this next story is for you. Now, this guy, I'm not sure if he's doing his best job at selling his house. Um, he does the do a walkthrough. You know how you do a video of your house? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually the realtor will take some shots and turn it into some sort of neat video. Yeah, nowadays it's all videos and be like, hey, yes. and over here we have a beautiful room. Exactly. In this case though, uh, this guy decided to shoot his own video trying to sell his house. However though, he cannot stop swearing. Oh, no. Through the whole video. His name is Joe mm. and I want you to enjoy his charming and incredibly profane walk through his house. Have a listen. My mother and father, they f***ing passed away, the bastards. You know? They left me this f***ing shit. Come inside, you got a f***ing living room, right? I gotta tell you more of that. You got a motherfucking dining room where you eat like a f***ing pig slob that you are, right? You got a kitchen, granite countertops. Who the f*** cares, right? Here, here's, a, here's where you watch TV, you fat f***ing bastards. What? Now I'm going to take you back here. You got a washer and dry room. See, it's gone. Master bedroom. My father died over here. He fell off the f***ing bed. Broke the stain on the f***ing floor. You got a closet over there. I'm not going to open it. F*** you. And then, uh, master bedroom. You know what I mean? Where you can, you know, you, you can f*** her down in the, in the tub. Whatever. F*** her on the toilet. You know, the no, body, no, no, no. Right? That's the end of that. My name's Joe Pizzo. You want to buy the motherfucking house call me you don't go fuck yourself (laughs) okay that's definitely one way you know what Adam's trying to sell his place. Yes, Adam needs is. to do a video like this for his condo. Yeah, he does. That's right. <laughs> Just walk around and swear through the whole thing. Wow. Now, do you think uh, the swearing has helped him? Believe it or not. I'm going to say it is. He's actually gotten offers because people are just finding that video hilarious. Probably like, wow, it's so raw. Yeah, yeah, it's so raw, exactly. <laughs> All right, this next story here, um, I'm just going to put a picture. It's, it is pretty cute. Uh, in the app. For those of you who have a pet, I'm sure that you've seen your pet in some point or another drugged up. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. 
animals have to go to the doctor. Uh, there is an adorable dog in Australia who is making the news because the dog could not stop smiling after undergoing some surgery. Uh-oh. Oscar, the golden retriever, apparently grinned all the way home during the car ride back. So his owner, only identified as Sarah, obviously sn- started Snapchatting um, her pooch. <laughs> and her doggo quickly went to Drugo because he's <laughs> grinning the whole way home. I don't know if you guys have the yeah, picture. Yeah, I'm just loading a picture here. Oh, that is a grin. Isn't that a grin from ear to ear? And that's not photoshopped in any that way. That is not photoshopped, no. I oh. think she was, uh, she was, she put the dog in the back of the car. <laughs> I'll put a picture on Snapchat, too. And then as she was driving That is here, a happy dog. I'll get you the... Oh, there he is. There he is, yeah, he's smiling away. Yeah, obviously that's the dog, right? Yeah, that's the, you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, that's the dog there. Apparently he always had a tendency to smile, she said, but the sedatives uh, really amps that up. <laughs> uh, BuzzFeed got a hold of her, and apparently he had a couple of fatty tumors removed, so he uh, he was drugged up for a number of days. <laughs> Absolutely adorable. So the dog was smiling for a couple days? Yeah, for a good... <laughs> well, I, no, I think, uh, I think just, just drugged up, but I think oh. this, that was at the peak of it, oh, okay. where the dog was smiling on the way home. The dog, if you can't see it, basically it just looks like the dog sitting, sitting back, being like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had, um, when we still had Mr. Picks, he, um, uh, remember when we had his teeth fixed, he came home and his eyes, remember he was in the corner? Oh, wow. And they were like two big, massive saucers. Yeah. Like black pools. And he just looked at us, we're like, whoa, buddy, how you doing? And he just kind of looked at us and then he would lay down and his big, because so- his eyes were so dilated from the drugs. Shining. Yeah. Oh. Watching his paw in front of his face. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor buddy. All right, how many of you guys are going to be playing an April Fool's prank this year? Oh, yeah, that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, that is tomorrow, tomorrow. yeah. yeah. Uh, it is the weekend. I haven't played an April Fool's. I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, I don't care. Mm. Well, according to a new survey, and this actually surprised me, 31% of people are planning to prank a person this year. Mm. Like, a lot of workplaces don't want anything to happen nowadays, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I like looking at the pranks from, like, Google or, like, WestJet. They usually do a really good one. Yeah, WestJet does a great one. Right? But 44% revealed they're going to try to fool a family member. 39% said that they're going to April Fool's joke their friends. Maybe we should bring you back. Do you want me to fool you tomorrow? No, I don't want any fooling going on. Saran wrap over the toilet? Oh, I'd be so mad. After a night of drinking? I would, oh. (laughs) You'd go to puke in it? It's not my Saturday morning. Twenty six percent say that they will be pranking a significant other, and seventeen percent of people say that they've got their sights set on a coworker. I shouldn't have had the burrito. Right. Oh, jeez. I haven't done an. We did one April Fool's joke one year, and Adam on Adam McHale. Oh, and he lost and his he got mind. So mad. What'd you do? Why he? Uh, uh, when he came in the studio, he threw his car keys down on the counter. Yeah. So as we left, I took the car keys, his oh, truck man. keys, and I moved his truck to the side of the building where he can't see. Didn't tell him. He came out after his show and thought someone stole his truck. I was so mad. And then he lost his mind. He's like, you never touch another man's truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was feisty. He was feisty. He, like, turned yeah. on us and stuff. I didn't hear about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do to him this year? <laughs> We're just going to burn his truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He never set another man's truck on fire. <laughs> 
That's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> People are saying Adam still talks about how bad he was. <laughs> yeah, he was mad. <laughs> he was just He was really mad at us. Yeah. I know. And I was able to come back in and slide his keys on the oh, counter perfect. again. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. It was, oh. The, it was one of the best pranks. I think we told people, too. Mm. We were like, just when Adam starts to freak out in the parking lot. Let him know just, it's around the corner. It's around the corner. Because his truck sat there until the show was done at 3. Mm-hmm. And then apparently lost his mind. <laughs> then he swore at us and... All his names and <laughs> that'd be great though. You had the car keys, but no truck. Oh, I know. Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. Because you know that feeling. It sucks. Yeah. So don't ever prank Adam. He gets really mad about it. <laughs> Alrighty. In sports, I don't know if you guys saw this picture, but uh, you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, right? Mm-hmm. Super famous football player. Uh, well, apparently he has a airport being named after him. So an oh. artist was commissioned to do a bust. Now, a bust, of course, is from like pretty much the chest up. Mm-hmm. A sculpture of Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, he is a very good-looking guy. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't do like a full-body statue. They did not do the full-body statue. Uh, but apparently, that bust has now been revealed, and it looks like something out of the Goonies. What? I'm no. Not- yeah. The unveiling of the Ronaldo statue met, led many on social media to question the work's resemblance to the player. Uh, it was revealed at a ceremony. What? Yeah, it's really bad. What? He's got like a normal sized head, but the face is really small. The face is weird. They that just, doesn't look anything like him. No, it's almost Picasso-y, like just different shapes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is that? Now, the artist was questioned as to why he was such a terrible artist. Mm-hmm. And he said that it is impossible to please everyone. He even went so far as to say, quote, Jesus didn't please everyone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. He's right, I guess. Isn't it? Nobody would ever know. That's him. He said that the creation was, quote, not as simple as it seems, adding that it took him 15 days to complete and that the finished item is now, quote, a matter of taste. And anyone who doesn't like the bus obviously has terrible taste. They're not keeping that bus, are they? It's going up at the airport. Was this his, like, first bust? Right? Like, I know Cristiano Ronaldo there. He's got a, a predominant Adam's apple, but the statue looks like he swallowed a Toblerone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That is big. You're right. It looks like a Toblerone is slowly going down. Oh, I didn't even look that far because I was so distracted by the distorted, weird face. Like, nothing matches. And he has a long, like, brontosaurus neck. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And a small head. Yeah, it's a long way for that Toblerone to go down. Yeah. (laughs) It looks nothing like him. No. And I like how it's... I want you to try that excuse with your boss next time you mess up. Well, not even Jesus made everyone happy. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Use that in your next meeting. People are uh, texting in. They're like, he doesn't even smile like that. No one smiles like that. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like going, going up on one side. Yeah, it's really bizarre. So anyhow, that picture is out there if you want to have a look at... They can't keep that. <laughs> they are keeping it. Cristiano Ronaldo's terrible bust at an airport being named Did after Did he him. say anything about it? Too? He has, he's kind of kept quiet about it. I I would publicly say that's garbage. I would say take this down. Because in 200 years, people are going to be walking through that airport and be like, who's that ugly dude? <laughs> right? Was this some sort of charity act? We need an airport oh, after him? Yeah, no. like, it's just, just not good. But you know what is good? The Edmonton Oilers. Uh, yeah. They are now climbing in the standings. They're four straight win has landed them second in the division. They're one point back of Anaheim, uh, which is awesome. Patrick Maroon scoring a pair of goals last night. The Edmonton Oilers took over sole possession of second place in the Pacific Division with a 3-2 victory over San Jose last night. Connor McDavid also scoring for the Oilers. Uh, Ginge shed a tear because he's all ours earlier. It's a good picture that uh, one of the professional photographers took 
of Connor McDavid oh, him holding. Maroon. Yeah, Maroon. Oh, I love that picture. Fo- great shot. It's awesome. Uh, so right now, uh, Edmonton have won eight of their last nine games. And of course, they take on Anaheim on Saturday. That game is going to be crazy. If you want to check that out, it's a later game at Rogers. Puck drops at 8 o'clock. Alrighty, beautiful weather this weekend. I mean, today we're going to see a mix of sun and cloud. 12 for the high. Tomorrow, sunshine and 8. Sunday, sunshine and 7. It is 824 and we're sitting at 0. Good morning. For those of you who are animal lovers, and not even necessarily dogs or cats, you can love horses, maybe you love your cows, uh, maybe you love llamas, mm. alpacas, maybe you love having birds. Mm. Uh, sometimes, though, um, we can do some pretty dumb things around animals, and animals can be in a situation to set us straight pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, our cat, Trigger, uh, he's, a, he's an old gent, and I like to think that Triggers loves me. Mm-hmm. However, I'll go in for like one kiss. No. He'll let me have one. And I'm like, oh, he's in a good mood today. <laughs> I go in for two and he'll slap me across the face. <laughs> like I am. But he just has such a kissable face, <laughs> I know. right? But he will slap me. Like he'll he'll slap me across the face. Why doesn't he show that he doesn't want it? I don't know why he doesn't right? show. He looks at you. He'll get up in your business. Yep. He'll like move his whiskers around a bit and you're like oh you're a little cute buddy aren't you yeah you're a little you like nuzzle you want to nuzzle yeah. your nose against his whoop yeah he'll smack you or he or he bites yeah he whips his head around in a circle and then tries to chomp at yeah. you yeah he bites my elbows yeah I'll be watching TV he comes up and just bites my elbow <laughs> <laughs> it's, so in, it's in his way right yeah like he wants to lay there in your elbow because you're all elbows mm-hmm. I want to know from you guys um, what are some of what, what is some of the dumbest things that you've done around your animal and did your animal, like, correct you? Mm. Even dogs. Like, you can go in for, like, a cut. We had that story a little while ago that dogs really don't like to be hugged. Yeah. But people will go in. Know, people pick up their dogs. And they're like, oh. And yeah. dogs don't like that. Yeah. They don't want it. Did you do a dumb thing around a horse? And did a horse tell you who was boss? Oh. If a I horse really, tells you who's boss, that's, you're talking broken bones. I haven't really been around horses, so I wouldn't know. You've never... Rode a horse? No, no, I've never really ridden a horse. Did you pet a horse? I've petted a horse, but if, like when I was a small child. Like what's beyond those big eyes? Right, right, in a horse. All right, so what is a dumb thing that you have either done to an animal or around an animal? And did that animal correct you immediately? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're wondering um, what dumb thing you did around an animal and did an animal correct you for it? Uh, Jessica here says, when I was little, went to an ostrich farm, and because I was a kid, I wanted to pet one. Mm-hmm. Well, no one was watching me, so I walked up to the biggest ostrich I could find. Oh, no. No one was looking, and I reached up and grabbed those feathers. Mm. And it did what a bull would do. <laughs> oh, no. It charged? It kicked me back. Because that's what ostriches do. Yeah. It sent me flying over the fence. I'm surprised it didn't swing its head at you, too. Yeah, it didn't do that. It, well, because she's little, right? Yeah. So the ostrich was like, down. Yeah, yeah, it was an annoying... It's just like, yeah, what is this? Yeah. Kicked <laughs> <laughs> her like a football over the fence. Oh, no. I didn't break anything. I was okay. But ostriches now make me nervous, just saying. Yeah, I, mean, I bet. I remember growing up, we went to a house with uh, uh, one of our family friends had turtles in the basement. And in like a tank or whatever. Sure. And my brother went down there. Turtles. He was picking up a turtle and playing with it. And he did the like nuzzle the nose to nose thing. The turtle bit 
his oh, nose. Yeah. And because the turtle's nose or uh, their mouth or whatever has a hook, it clipped in. Ooh. He ran upstairs with a turtle dangling <laughs> off his face. Like, <laughs> It was just a small turtle, yeah. but I just remember it dangling off oh, his yeah. nose. I had a couple of friends with turtles as well, and you would try to like go in and nuzzle, yeah. thinking that turtles liked you back. They don't. No, they, they hate don't. you. They, they hate your face. There. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tia, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. All right. Did uh, Animal quickly correct you? Um, so, basically, my boyfriend and I, uh, we have a Great Dane and a Pitbull. Yeah. And the Pitbull, she has such a personality. <laughs> You do not want to screw around with her buddies. Oh, really? Like, say, mm. Yes. Say I, like, punch Brayden as a joke or whatever, and she will just jump up and just start going at it. She's like, don't touch. Oh, it's like immediate protector mm. mode. Yes. Oh. She would never bite anybody, but she's very protective over her people. Yeah. and she'll stop the situation immediately. Oh, yes, you will. You watch out. If you just do, like, play fighting, probably even if you go in for an aggressive hug. Yes, literally anything that like that. And she also hates when you put a bag of vegetables on your head. She hates that. <laughs> what? Yeah. So if you're acting dumb and putting a bag of vegetables. Yeah, the dog's like, no. No. <laughs> yeah, no, she hates it. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about the uh, the dumb things that maybe you've dinner, d- done around an animal. And they corrected you. Why do we always put our faces in animals' faces? I don't know. Like, I really think about any animal. Like, you go to the Humane Society, too. You go in. Yeah. You see the cat cages. You're like, oh, aren't you cute? Yeah. Nose right to their nose. Listen to this text here. It says, hey, guys, I'm going to stay anonymous because I'm pretty sure my mom listens to your show. Mm. Uh, we have a family friend who has birds in the house. Okay. And we were over there for uh, dinner one, af- one afternoon into the evening. And the owner was saying to my mom that, oh, yes, the birds love to be kissed on the beak. My mom obviously thought that she could go in and do it. So she went into the birdcage, lips a first. (laughs) (laughs) All pursed. All pursed and ready to kiss the largest bird. Mm. She got right up to the beak when that bird looked at her like, what in the F are you doing? Mm. And took a big snip out of her lip. Oh, it actually cut her lip? Well, you can't kiss a bird on the beak. And if it's a bigger bird, too, man, would that hurt? Now, can you imagine that bird's face, like the side eye? Like, what is this woman doing? I'm going to say that person's mom had a little bit of wine, too. Oh, for sure she did. Come here, birdie, birdie. Yeah. No! Yeah. Well, that was like, remember when our boss picked up Pepper? Oh, yeah. And we're like, don't, don't, like, don't, don't, don't. Don't bug Pepper. Don't, please don't. She's not, she doesn't like to be bugged. Nope. Well, he picked Pepper up and did some things. She went away for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then when our boss got settled in on the floor to watch the hockey game, she came at him. Yeah, it was weird. It was I didn't diabolical, stop. Really. I didn't stop it either because I was like, this is new. <laughs> and she, you know, when cats like hunch down, yeah. hunting mode, it was like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. and then you see the cat peeking around the corner and then. Just lunged Oh, him. yeah. She just shredded him to pieces. He was bugging her. <laughs> Don't bug the cat. Uh, Amanda, how are you doing today? Good. I just wanted to tell you guys about uh, when I was about seven. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I decided I would take my dog away my swing set and uh, make him go down the slide. Oh, no. Okay. So she's a little terry poodle, and she uh, got about halfway down and uh, kind of got scared. And yeah. jumped over my head because I was at the bottom ready to catch her. Yeah. And as she jumped over my head, her claw caught on my nose. It gave me this bleeding nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The dog's like, why did you put me on this slide? Slide. Slice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, 
ever again did we do that? No, no. no. As kids, you think it's a fun idea. Well, because it's, it's fun, fun for you. Yeah, right? You think it's fun for the dog, and the dog's like... Baby, right? Like I, I, I treated her like my little candy. Absolutely. Everything I did. Yeah. No. <laughs> she gashes your nose open. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that one, Amanda. Thanks, guys. I just want to say I love your show. You guys make me laugh every morning. Oh. Um, when I'm by myself in the car and I'm having a bad morning, you always make me laugh out loud. Oh. I love you guys. Thanks so much, Amanda. Yeah. Thanks, Amanda. That's really nice of you to say. You have yourself a wonderful weekend. You guys too. Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, radio. And what day is it, Mars? It's Friday. Yeah. Alrighty, we'll do a couple more stories here on the time that an animal, uh, you did a dumb thing around an animal and it just corrected you at school, do you? Mm hmm. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, not necessarily a dumb thing, but I helped a raccoon out of a garbage bin. Mm hmm. I managed to reach in and grab it by the scruff of its neck. While I was gloating, though, at my prowess and grabbing the critter, I pulled him out of the bin and he bit my other hand on the edge of the garbage bin. Oh, why? No rabies. I'm still around to tell the tale. No rabies. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're trying yeah. to do a good thing. Yeah. And, but she's, uh, they said they were kind of boasting about it. Like, I am the best thing on the planet. Oh, yeah. And then and, jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rick, how you doing, man? It's fantastic. Yeah, excellent. All right. We're talking about... Uh, Times that uh, animals kind of schooled you a bit. Yeah, years ago I was at the Storyland Valley Zoo with my stepdad, and uh, you could buy these treats to feed the animals. And he was at the llamas, and he had these handful of treats, and he kept pulling it close to the llama, then pulling it away when the llama would try to bite it. Oh, oh teasing no. the llama. Yeah, he would stick his face close and then pull it away. Eventually, the llama grabbed the treats out of his hand, chewed them up, and spit all of it in his face and he was covered in these chunks of trees and saliva from his head to his waist. Absolutely. Oh my god. The lamb was like, no, you tease me. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Snap Crash and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. This is the Crash and Mars show. Join the conversation. 1023. Now radio. Alright, if you're uh if you're a salon person, maybe you like to go and have your hair done. Uh, at a salon, Crash is going to the salon today. Well, I'm going to the haircutting place. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't a salon. It's a beauty boutique. No, it's, it's called haircuts. No, no, it's not called haircuts. Hair, men's haircuts. That's what it's called. <laughs> Crash There's is going some to motor oil on the floor. That's right. Crash is going to get his haircut at Men's Haircuts today. Yeah, he's going to go get it done it's and get it done nice. Manly Place by well, Jenna. She does in- fantastic cuts. <laughs> <laughs> She's got delicate fingers. Yes, she does. Well, in honor of you getting your haircut today, people want to know if you're getting a perm. No, I'm not getting a perm. Not going in for the man perm? No, not today. Uh, I've got a new statistic. And if you're someone maybe who uh, works in a salon, maybe you do hair or maybe you used to, then maybe you can relate to this story. Uh, At a recent hair show, apparently a whole bunch of salon artists and uh, hairstylists were surveyed on how many times someone has cried at the hair salon. Mm. What do you cry over? I think your hair. Like a bad dye job? I don't even think it's bad if it's just not what you expected. Mm. 68% of people who work in the hairstyle industry say that they have had somebody break down in tears while sitting in their chair. Although uh, I veered off uh, from my girl Jenna 
And I went to uh, some place that Mars suggest- suggested. Wait a second. No, let, you're not telling the whole story. <laughs> he couldn't get in to see Jenna because she's very busy. Yeah. And I couldn't take any more of the bitching. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I sent him to... Uh, this um, one place. Yes. And halfway through my haircut, I discovered it was a haircutting school. And I was his first haircut on a human yeah you were like, yeah. what were you cutting before he's yeah. like an hour ago i cut a mannequin yeah I'm like well, look at my hair <laughs> nothing matched up nothing he didn't matched. know how to cut anything no. and blend oh it was a disaster yeah. i had to go somewhere else and get it recut oh i want to know from you guys given this new study where 68 percent of people who work in the hairstyling business say that someone has cried in their chair mm-hmm. i want to know if a you've cried in a chair are you willing to admit it mm. i cried was it when you got your bangs? It was when I got my bangs cut in Grand Prairie, not here. I got my bang cu- cuts here. Chelsea does an amazing job. But you got your Grand Prairie bangs. Oh, I went, literally the salon was called Bang in Grand Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. So. No, it was. It simply did bangs in Grand Prairie. Get banged here. Get banged in Grand Prairie. And away I went. And it was the worst bangs in the world. Oh, they were so bad. When Mars came home, I'm like, oh, I know. Oh, that's fun. I cried. They were I cried in the car. Different directions. Yeah, they were like swooping out like a tidal wave coming at you. Oh, it was just awful. I cried in the salon. I cried in my car. Crash was trying to be so nice about it. Oh, it was, I got banged in Grand Prairie. It was terrible. It was awful. Like using like baby clips and oh. trying to pin everything. I'd oh. wait for it to grow out. It was the worst. <laughs> All right. So if you work in the hair industry, has someone ever cried in your chair? Or will you admit that you've cried mm. after getting a haircut? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. And what day is it? It's Friday. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about whether or not you've ever cried uh, in a hair salon. Or if you're a hairstylist, did people cry in your chair and you're like, whoa, 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 what's mm-hmm. what's going on here? Uh, this text from Steph out in Mournville. She says, I went in for a cool faux hawk type thing when I was 18. Oh, yeah, you and did. And faux hawks were big. Mm-hmm. I had pictures... Did my research and everything. I came out with a spiky on top full mullet. <laughs> oh, no. The hair on top was too short to do anything with. My now husband and I just started dating because I was 18. When he came to pick me up from the salon, I had my hood up and I was bawling. He said, kept saying, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Mm. He dropped me off at my dad's house where my dad and my two brothers finally convinced me to take off my hood. They all broke into a major rolling laugh. Oh, no. It was terrible. I stood there and cried. <sighs> a spiky mullet. How do you go from faux hawk to spiky mullet? They just probably kept trimming, trimming, trimming. And it got and out of like, control. And they're like, oh, my God, it's too short. It got out of control. Yeah. Got away from them. I think that's what that uh, person did on my hair. <sighs> Never again. Never again. <laughs> oh, you're my first human haircut. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get off! <laughs> Just trying to wrestle him for scissors. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Yvonne, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, so uh, you you actually ended up at a hair show, right? Yeah, I grew up in Edson, and three uh, girlfriends and myself decided that we would be brave enough because we didn't know anything about it and volunteer to do our hair. Oh, no. And thought we would come out looking fabulous. Oh, no. Okay. Well, they, they dressed us all up ahead of the time, and we had wigs on and everything, and there was no mirrors in front of us, but I should have been given a little bit of a clue because everybody in the front of the 
watching us, her eyes are sort of getting bigger and bigger and mouths are sort of dropping. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. So after they uh, show the hairstyle, they go back and look in the mirror, and I literally started crying. <laughs> and I'm, I'm 14. You're already self-conscious. Oh, and they literally no. buzz cut my hair what? all the way back to about the middle of my head and then left the back like the bride of Frankenstein. Why would they do that? He, he says, well, this is an upcoming hairstyle in New York and blah, blah. I says, um, we're in Epson. <laughs> we're nowhere and near I, New York. I literally reamed him out and I'm crying. And I'm like, how could you do this to me? And it was right before spring break. And I oh. went home and I literally wore a, a towel around my head for two weeks. And I was like, I'm not going back to school. And my parents, of course, made me. Yeah. And it took forever. Like, anyone trying to grow out their bangs knows that that's the slowest process ever. Like, yeah. it took forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and you said that he, he buzz-cutted you? Yeah. Yeah, that takes forever. Yeah, it, it was a nightmare. We all look pretty silly afterwards, but I'm the only one who ended up losing all my bangs. Yeah, you know it's terrible when you walk out at, a like, a hair show and the front row is like... <gasps> yeah, I was... We know now. Yeah. Oh. You think back now, you can laugh about it. But then I was like, I literally cried every day. I went to do my hair and I'm bawling. Oh, it's horrifying. Never again volunteer at a hair show. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. <laughs> Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. 1023 L Radio. Uh, we're wondering if you've ever cried after a haircut yeah. or if you cut hair, did you make someone cry? Yes. Uh, there's lots of stories that are coming in. They're horrendous. Hair is such a. An, Im- yep. an important thing, right? Like people take a, people take a bad haircut person. Oh, of course. Listen to this one. It says I had waist length blonde hair. I went in for a touch up. The stylist burnt my head so bad I had to shave my head. What? All except for a small rhino like horn in the front. What? There was a scene made that day. Oh, I bet. A rhino horn. A rhino That's horn. All the hair left. That's it. Oh wow. Uh, Nathan, how you doing, man? Not bad, not bad. It's Friday. Yeah, excellent. I know, it's awesome. All right, when uh, you got your hair cut, were you almost on the verge of crying? Uh, not crying, but I was sitting down in the chair, and the, the girl's cutting my hair, and then she says, oops. No, no, no. And no. I was like, well, that's not something you want to hear when you're getting your hair cut is oops. Yeah, what did, so what did she, she oops on? She showed me what she did, and she slipped with the clippers, and when she was, like, trimming around the ear... And took a big chunk of hair out. So for about a month, I had a, a bald spot <laughs> probably the size of a quarter oh, on the no. side of my head. Oh, yeah, no. Wasn't very happy. I almost had to shave my head to blend it all in and make it look half decent. Right? Oh. And you know because uh, you got that little nick on the side of your head, everyone's going to question you mm-hmm. on it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. As soon as I got home, the wife's like, what happened to your hair? Yeah. Just downhill from there. <laughs> Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. I'm sure you've cried over other bad haircuts. Yeah, ones. well, I know. You the had one your bangs, in, and that's that can't be the only one. The one in Grand Prairie is the one that... Uh, Mars got banged in Grand Prairie. Yeah, yeah I did. It was, it was awful. Mm. That's the only one that I can think of. Since then, I've pretty much been okay. Like, as a teen, you didn't get a bad cut and um, cried? Well, as a teen, yeah, I had a... There was a few that... Didn't go over very well. I know I, I tried to make my hair like a like a nice, sexy auburn color, and it ended up going like eggplant purple. Ooh, hot. I was a little upset over that one. It was not the color I wanted. No. But that wasn't at the salon. My mom did that one. Oh, good old box <laughs> yeah, dye. Yeah, good old yeah. box dye, yeah. Uh, Michelle on uh, six here. How are you doing today? Not good bad yourself. Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, was there a time when uh, you cried getting your hair cut? Oh, yeah. I went in, and I like Mars, I wanted bangs. Yeah. Sat down in the chair and told her, 
you know, give me some suggestions. And she went ahead and started cutting. And by the time I left, I had a mullet. No, you didn't. What on what? earth? And, and and I had an event to go to that night as well. Oh no! Why why did she do like you're just supposed to do bangs in the front, not the whole upper part? I know. I I don't I don't think she knew what she was doing. And, so like was. Said, I, did it kind of turn into like a like a bowl cut with long hair in the back? Oh yeah, like I had bangs right back to my ears. <laughs> oh my god, oh, no. that is horrifying. Oh no! Oh Michelle, I cried. I cried and cried. Oh, what did? You, how did you fix it? What'd you end up doing? Uh, ponytail and hairpins. And, yeah, and just like strategically place yeah. all the hair. Holy and crap. I bent and stayed for about an hour and left. Yeah. Oh. How long did it take for your hair to grow back in to actually do something with it? About six months. I wore a hat for six months. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's crime worthy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.